that um that hi everybody <laughs> hi hi welcome in welcome in hi bear hi sat hi oh what do you mean anyways how we doing <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me also turn this down for me because it's so loud who is your friend um i don't know who that is i can't get him up my screen i'm just trying to play cities and there's somebody on the screen i'm just here to me. party i'm just here to party you know what okay. i mean all right <laughs> that is that is moose obviously canadian moose wave to everyone hi we're here with the podcast today yeah and i am i was i was going to have the music playing in the background but i've just realized that it is it is a, a distraction to me so, <laughs> so i'm gonna turn it off because only no, people that, that can use right. huh no that sounds about right the music being distracting <laughs> yeah well because i have to turn you up for me um, mm -hmm. and it, I just, I could barely hear you. Um, and as well, I can anyway. uh, project there, you know, if you need. <clears throat> okay. I don't know if we need all of that, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, noted. we don't definitely need all of that. And actually I'm going to, I forgot. I need to adjust your volume in discord again. Ooh, no, I didn't want to mute you. We just want to bring you down just a little bit. Please no mute. No, we don't want to mute muse. We don't want to mute muse. Um, <laughs> Jonas Jim, um, with new job training, I missed the weekday ones. Oh, bear. Oh, that's all good. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Yes, we are live. We are live here and, um, we're doing another live podcast because I was berated the other, um, day because I was told that we were not doing any live podcasts, um, by people, by people. I was berated. He can't tell that I'm pointing at him, but I'm pointing at Moose. <laughs> oh, I can't tell. I'm watching right here. <laughs> oh, that's right. No, because you don't have. I don't have the camera on in Discord, so you can't see me unless if you exactly. Are you looking, but are you? Looking I'm watching at the stream. stream. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I'm in your yeah. stream. See, because so like if I do this, look at this. I'm now part of the the, the chat. I'm no longer a host. I am. I, I am chat. Host, chat, chat, hosts. Everyone is a host here if you're here today because when we do our live podcast, we like to have all of that interaction. So feel free to bring up things if you want to bring up them. We can't be, we're not going to always say that we're going to get to all of them because, and we, and we very often, yeah, don't. Um, yeah, but but, we usually uh, don't. Everyone, welcome in. Plup, hi, bear, sat. Um, there was, was there, oh, it was moose. That's right. It was just moose. Hi everyone. Um, so we're doing so. So the plan, the plan, the plan today is that mm -hmm. we'll do the podcast and then we'll break and then we'll just go into our regular stream um, for a little bit. Uh, I don't know how much yep. longer I'll be able to stream though today. We did we did start a little late. And that's my fault. And I apologize. <laughs> um, and by a little late, I mean two hours compared to what I normally do for my weekend streams. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, I did say that it was going to be a little difficult to do normal streams. Uh, for yeah, a while. exactly. So, exactly. so and to and blame it on the holiday. 
It, well, I mean, literally. I mean, I definitely wasn't streaming on Thursday. I thought about streaming on Tuesday, and then I didn't. But Thursday, we had Thanksgiving, so that was just like, yeah, yeah, me yeah. just trying to disconnect from everything. But I'm, but I'm back at least for today. And then I think my next stream, personally, is not going to be until next, like the next weekend again. I don't think I'm going to be streaming this week. Um, so there's that okay I, I might tweet out an angry tweet um definitely gonna need more jonah but you know you, you could you this could tweet out all the tweets you want to tweet out um people riot I understand. okay people riot that's how i feel i apologize i know <laughs> um but i do like balancing my mentals and my works and all the things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, no. and i got a lot of stuff going <laughs> yes. on and i know that you're <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who don't know and are and are like who the hell are these two uh mm -hmm. i'm the jonah and again that's moose um to my left on stream yeah um and we both are city skylines content creators streamers mm -hmm. um <laughs> he's a youtuber i have a youtube but i wouldn't consider myself a youtuber um and we also do this podcast called urban theories which we release every week and sometimes we do it live this is our third live one i believe yeah right? third yeah 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 it's yeah. our third live one whatever mm -hmm. that means yeah <laughs> urbanism related uh ideas <laughs> philosophies all the urbans and the urbans. current events uh, current events which are thrown in there somewhere which are theories that are urban? Yeah, exactly, one hundred percent. There. Mm -hmm. That's we, we had we had we had to figure out a way to be able to talk about stuff other than city skylines. So. <laughs> yeah, which is perfect. Urban theories. Yeah. No, it, it's uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. So how are you doing, Moose? Well, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's been a week. Um, feeling. Uh, it's been a week. <laughs> Been, it's been it's been a good week, um, but it's been a week, you know. Been um, how are you, Jonah? I'm doing all right. It's also been a week. Yeah, how uh, Thanksgiving, right? Go America, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> America, because <laughs> we had ours um, back in back in October, right? October. Like for, what was it? First week of October, or something like that. I think ours is something like that. What is the Canadian Thanksgiving about? And it's literally the same, just minus like, because y'all do it on uh, Thursday and you have Black Friday immediately after. So it's uh -huh. the exact same, just no Black Friday, right? Because it's oh. in October. So it's the same thing, but different part of the year. Yeah. And then ours always occurs on a Monday, usually. Like okay. Monday is like the day that you'd have off, usually. Like you do it whenever people, you know, not <laughs> everybody has to have Thanksgiving dinner on a Monday. No, no. But um, Monday is usually the day that you'd have off if you had a longer weekend. I yeah, did not and then other that. than that, it's like exactly the same. But then we do still do uh, Black Friday here now, <laughs> so it's like just randomly, you know, come in November, just no Thanksgiving, but you get Black Friday. <laughs> Black Friday isn't even on a Friday anymore. I mean, it's still called Black Friday, Dude, but exactly. And it usually starts. I don't know about for yours, but ours starts like the week is like kind of Black Friday week, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like they'll have like 
early Black Friday deals and stuff going on. So Black yeah. Friday is like <laughs> is like Black November or sort of kind of. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Uh, no, honestly, it is, and and it like kind of extends, eh? Because then you get December, and it's like, oh, holiday deals, this and that. It's like, man, from November to December, you're getting good deals, you know. And then January, right? New Year's, uh, New Year's deals. <laughs> oh, I know. So, uh, so there, so there was Black Friday, which was, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if anyone remembers, but like, <laughs> Black Friday used to be. Only the Friday after Thanksgiving. It was the day that everything was reduced in Aos. price drastically to kick off the Aos. holiday shopping season. And it was absolute chaos. Um, if you are younger and you're like, why do they call them doorbuster deals? It's because people would literally <laughs> bust down doors. Yeah, literally. <laughs> of, this, of the store to go and yep. fight each other for that $150 4K TV that was in the front of the store. Uh, <laughs> because they, um, man, it's, it's kind of surreal when you like, yeah, obviously I, I, I don't know. It's not that bad anymore. Right. Cause no, I, I've no, only experienced no it that anymore. Who lines up yeah, right? anymore? I only experienced it once when we were going down to, um, Mexico and we had a layover flight on, <laughs> on black Friday. Yeah. Black Friday was, mm-hmm. yeah, I am, I am, I am good on um that not being a thing anymore yeah 100 it's it's ridiculous it's like don't people, like people died people yeah, yeah exactly it's, it's like insane it's like nobody over a place nobody should die over the, exactly nobody should die over that it's like what like oh my gosh uh, you, go, you know, if you're gonna lose a life, lose a life in PlayStation playing Battlefield or something. I have no idea better. Hey, yo, yeah, they have better that. response than IRL too. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm glad. Uh. And so the reason I, I, the reason why that Black Friday is no longer on the day of is because that was in an effort to sort of calm that. Also, because the deals got worse. There was a period where like the deals got worse, and now they've kind of gotten a little bit better but there's still a lot of like the let's raise stuff to like twice the price before black friday and then cut the price um yeah there's still some of that but it's not as bad as before where um so it started off with doorbusters you know people busting (laughs) doors down you know fighting everyone Uh, and then it was okay well let's make it you know the entire weekend well let's make it the whole you know let's do it a few days let's it started let's do the whole month you know let's the whole damn month let's open at 5 p.m on 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 thanksgiving on thursday because Mm-hmm. American Thanksgiving is the Thursday before. Yeah, and that was yeah. one of the things that people were like getting it got out of hand because people were like opening at five and opening at noon. So people would go and have like Thanksgiving lunch and then go line up outside of Target so that with the cap. Hey yo, that Target life, man. That <laughs> Target life. Hey, shout out to Target Canada. It was good while you lasted. Mm-mm. Oh wait, Target is not in Canada anymore, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It went out of business and within a year. I don't even think it lasted a full year. Went out of business. How? GG Target. How? No, it did last a year. But yeah, like a, a year. That's crazy. Is there any kind of like competitor yeah. to that? Um, 
That's like really. I mean, there's just like other like there's just other places people would go to. Like for Target stuff, man, I would just go to Walmart. I would just go to Walmart for sure. Okay. Walmart, like Walmart, be it kind of it's kinda, like kind of hella popular here. Canadian Tire too. Um, it probably doesn't carry the same stigma that it carries here. Yeah, people just didn't care because they saw it as like <laughs> you know Canadian mentality, right? But like I think it, at least is what I heard from people. There's an amazing video on it by Bright Sun Films that sort of dives into Target Canada and how they failed and sort of why they failed. But it's just that we had our own Canadian brands that you could get similar stuff from. Maybe not a place that's like Target that has all that same stuff, but you could go to two places that are Canadian businesses that have it. And Canadians are very, like, very, like, you know, we're not as crazy as, you know, maybe Americans prideful of uh, America, you know, but yeah, Canadians are pretty prideful of it. And a lot of people would just be like, no, Target's American. I'm not, you know, no, thank you. I'm going to go to a Canadian store. Cool. Meanwhile, though. Hell yeah. Yeah, right? right? <laughs> Meanwhile, though, as soon as they cross the border, they're like, ooh, Target. You know, I'm in America. We got to go to Target. But Target comes to your country. You can't go visit it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, people rejected it hard. <laughs> well, uh, I guess rip Target Canada. Uh, we hardly knew ye. And yep. maybe one day in the future, because you know how stuff ebbs and flows. Although maybe not. I don't know. Do we need a target in Canada? I don't know. Nah, not really. Um, we, yeah, no. Literally, in my opinion, I don't know. All of the Target and and Walmart and all that stuff is like not a hundred percent in line with how we feel that cities should be developing. Anyway, I mean, it's not mm -hmm. the stores themselves. It's just the way that they build them. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of to what uh, Fish said as well, too. They never really fully worked out the supply chain. Shelves were often empty. But then it's also oh, like they're not, they weren't making money. So it's like, how do you stock shelves if you're a company you're that's making... essentially going bankrupt, right? <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, oh, we can't, like, I can't justify keeping everything stocked if none of it's going to sell, right? It's just, it's, it would never happen. Exactly. Um, so, you know, <laughs> you're, you're not making money. Your supply chain's broken. Yeah, it's... Which, makes which is interesting sense. to me. Yeah, right? But it's like, I don't know. Target just, like, seemed like something that would definitely succeed here, you know? But it also, too, really it takes money so. to make money. So was it that mm -hmm. the shelves were empty and they weren't making money, or was it that they didn't fully invest in that part? No, really the it? empty shelves didn't really, like... It's like people were like... Yeah, it came down to at least out here from my own experiences. It's just a lot of people were like, "Yeah, Target's American. I don't care for it." Like it was just really kind of rejecting it as a brand. Like I knew tons of people, family, friends, whatever, that were like, "Yeah, I'm never going to shop at Target because I'd rather go to a Canadian uh, business," mm -hmm. which is, you know, is what it is, right? But well, if you are a fan of Target or Target Canada or big box stores in general, and you mm -hmm. play City Skylines, they're in the workshop. If you want to put them in your yeah, city. Yeah, exactly. I think Target Canada is there. It's an abandoned one that Kano made. See how I looped that in? I just kind of rolled exactly. that Exactly. <laughs> so, speaking of uh, City Skylines. No, not yet. Hold on. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we. Noted. We. Noted. Um, and wait. People sit. You know... There is a way to build those stores in an urban environment. They do that in New York all the time. They just yeah, hundred percent there is build them like any other store, department store, which is that you just use the space you have. And Target isn't, although we don't have Walmart's because we're too good at Walmart. Um, yeah, I heard Walmart's not as popular in the states as it is in Canada. 
Um, it's popular. I'm talking about like in New York. They we we ban. Oh, okay. Like, there's no Walmart here. Um, but we have Targets, oh. which is hilarious. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, right. We even had Kmart. I actually didn't realize that the Kmart down in a down. Where was that at? I don't know. Down in Manhattan. We still had our flagship Kmart for like until like only a couple of years ago and then it finally closed. Even though all the other Kmarts had already closed. It, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I guess the, the, the fear of Walmart was that it was gonna destroy the local you know, local businesses because local yeah, businesses yeah. wouldn't be able to compete on the level that Walmart would be able yeah. to. Exactly. Um, and I guess the I guess the fear is not there for Target. I don't know why. Um, but we I think have, like they're really similar, though. Yeah, they are. I think Target is perceived to be higher mar- up more up market than Walmart, but like just a little mm. bit. Um, uh, okay, okay, yeah, I could I could see that for sure. Yeah, it's kind of like a Coles or something, but with food, you know. Um, right, right, right. And so the way that they build targets here is instead of them being one floor that's like gigantic, they, they're multi, you know, they're multi-story or they're below level. We even have Home Depot. There's Home Depots in Manhattan. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. We, we have like urban uh, yeah. or like downtown, like urbanism uh, Home Depots. Yeah, it's really exactly. cool. And, and Best Buy too. It's See, really cool. So if we can do that, in downtown mm-hmm. Manhattan, and we can do that in Vancouver, then why can't we build the rest of them like that across the countries? Yeah, exactly. They don't need to be exactly. But <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Why? Well, uh, my biggest why for it is a little thing, a little thing that they like to call parking requirements. And uh, just get rid of them. My God, get rid of the parking requirements are the, the, one of the most outdated, useless. Like they just the math on them, even for a big box chain. Right. Like if we're saying Ridiculous. even for like take an Ikea, for example. Right. Like Ikea is at least here. Ikea is hella popular and they're always busy weekday, weekend sale or no sale. It doesn't matter. Ikea's are always busy. Mm-hmm. But the parking requirement for them is like. A place that's that busy, even during Black Friday, right? I've never seen a parking lot full. Never, right? Like, I've never seen the parking lot full or even used to, like, 80% of what's built, you know? Um, And, yeah, so parking requirements are absolutely absurd because that's the biggest thing that prevents you building or that, like, encourages single-family zoning is parking requirements. You know, how are you going to build a uh, four-story apartment building when you have such a massive parking requirement but nowhere to put a parking lot. You know what I mean? Like, they're just... It's so silly. Yeah. Parking requirements are very... Yeah. Which is the fundamental difference between North America and Europe because Mm -hmm. while in North America there are parking requirements, which is the minimum amount of spaces you have to have for certain businesses in Europe, there are parking limits, which are the maximum amount of spaces you can have for businesses um it's not an an all out fits everywhere there are obviously going to be differences to that in some places but that is the general rule uh and that's why we have those big sprawling parking lots that you see um all all across the 
all across the lands. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> which, okay, if you think about it, you can kind of see why that there are parking requirements, right? Because of the yeah, fact oh, yeah, yeah. that there are so many cars. What they don't yeah. want is they don't yeah. want people, A, spilling out into the street because there's no street yeah. parking. Um, mm -hmm. And B, uh, they want to make sure that the businesses don't lose business. So that way the businesses make m as much money as they can and then they can pay. Also, too, when you think about it, those if, if they're if they're paying property taxes and you have to have a big parking lot, then doesn't that increase the amount of property that you have to acquire for your business? Which means you pay higher taxes. Mm -hmm. Of course, you it have does. To get yeah. more land. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I just thought about that one too. Um, <laughs> I spot. Yeah, I guess my biggest preface on it too is it's like. Um, just so people don't think it's like, oh, boo cars. No, no, no. I just think that we need to start investing in infrastructure that is safe for everybody. It's like, I get it. You know, if you're mm -hmm. a family, right, you've got kids or whatever, biking to and from places just doesn't, it doesn't really make sense. You know what I mean? Like owning a van or something like that, you know, makes sense. It's how I grew up, right? You know, my mom driving me and my, my two siblings around uh, to whatever stuff we had going on after school or to school to drop us off at the schools we went to, right? And so I totally get it, right? It's But can't we then just invest in infrastructure that's safe for everybody? Like, why can't there be infrastructure that allows people that need to use cars to use cars, allows bikes, uh, cyclists, to be able to cycle to and from a destination safely and keeps pedestrians safely for the people that want to walk to and from it? Um, so, yeah, parking requirements you probably want to keep because if you don't put any, businesses essentially aren't going to, like, like where are the people that need to drive there? Where are they going to park, right? Because businesses could do whatever. It's just the amount and the way that they calculate it is archaic to me and extremely, oh, it's too much. <laughs> it's, it's way too high, way too high what they calculate currently. How do they calculate um, it? Or do you know? It's based on, no, I'd had to pull up. I watched a video by, shoot, what's the channel? I don't think it was about here. No, actually, I, it was um, it was actually a fun fact. It was actually a City Skylines channel. Um, oh, isn't it? Do not eat is where I, I found the calculation for it from. Aren't Incredible some of channel, the calculations by the way. based off of peak holiday, right? Mm, so that would be more, yeah, for big box chains, yeah. I know mm -hmm. City Beautiful dived into it a bit about that, um, it, it does it is a factor in if you're malls. doing like maybe it's malls that does that. Yeah, but it would also be like if you have a Home Depot that has a huge like parking lot, that would be yeah. factored into. That would be factored into it. If you're talking mm -hmm. like, um, you know, a downtown building and whatnot, it's based, like let's say an apartment building, right, with a commercial base. That is based on A, how many floors, B, how many units, and uh, as well, how many shops. Like what's the commercial that we're putting in here? How many people are going to be living in this apartment building? How many units per floor? And then what we're going to do is calculate that to get your sort of how many parking spaces you're going to need uh based on all of that luckily like for the city of vancouver i think it's similar to new I, I don't know about new york actually but uh a lot of that is now done underground so that's another great solution to it if you need all this parking why mm. demolish stuff for this parking lot just put it underground if you can right i understand you know maybe for some the landscape doesn't allow that 
but mm. underground parking is, is a great solution to like getting lots of parking in a space that works for everybody without taking up land space. So in New York, there's yeah. not enough space. So most of the time, mm -hmm. if you're building something, you're not building any parking. Parking is either handled on street or it's a specific use. Oh. So like Very interesting. if yeah. there's a parking garage, the parking garage is of its own thing and entity and separate from is it lots not attached of oh okay okay yeah okay i see is there yeah is there lots of underground parking then or there's no? some like it's it... not big okay it's not okay big. yeah there is there's there's above ground um at grade below ground parking not a lot there are like one or two surface lots in weird places where you're just kind of like what okay. yeah, yeah there should be why is there a surface lot here they're not big again the surface slots that are there though usually um have the in fact not usually they all have the um stacked parking where it's a surface lot but then they have those machines that yeah. stack the cars like that's in super cool i had seen asia. that yeah I think, I think that idea came from asia i believe um yeah the only other place that i had seen it other than new york city was japan yeah. It's everywhere in Japan. So we, so that's here. We have Super that here. Cool. So you, you, you just kind of look. You just kind of go. I don't know if I want to put my car there, but there they are. You don't really have a choice though. If you're going to park in the lot, that's what you have to do. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so there's that. But no, if if you're gonna if there's gonna be a large store being built, <laughs> it's just the store. There's a Target being built near me now. It's just the Target. There's nothing. I mean, there's no. It's barely enough space for the target, yeah. much less anything else. Um, so, yeah. Comrade says parking lot isn't as highly taxed as the building's property tax. Yeah, I can see that. I, I can see, see that. that for sure. But it's still tax that they're taking above. I mean, yeah. it's, it's tax they wouldn't get otherwise. Although, it is the city. You could just change the tax code so that way it's like okay, we're removing the parking lot, but then we're just gonna raise the tax on the property. Yeah, um, they'd make up for it for sure. They'd make it up for it yeah. somewhere. Um, yeah. But that's a good point. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that they'd be taxing them differently. Like, you know, the land that mm. the parking lot is on is considered to be different than the building's land, so it's taxed. Yeah, like based off of what it's. Yeah, right. Based off of what it's being used for. What's being used for? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Uh, in St. John, parking requirements are reduced in intensification, big word, uh, areas uh, where they're trying to encourage more density and variances are available for developers to potentially lower them even more. Interesting. There is a little bit of a change happening. The, I've just in the last month, mm -hmm. I've seen things come across my Twitter. <laughs> um, hey, yo. Yeah. What's Twitter, like, man? People still using that? Crazy. So it's uh, this it's this old social network that people used uh, to be on, apparently, even though apparently everyone who said that they were gonna that's leave. That's what it's gonna be like though. It's the future. I hate it. <laughs> it's too real. Um but uh, they have there have been various cities in mm -hmm. in America that have they've removed the parking requirement. They haven't necessarily instituted a parking limit, I don't mm, think. Okay. I've okay. seen the parking requirement being removed. Maybe in some cases they've also instituted a parking limit. I feel like that if you're going to remove a parking requirement, a limit should also be instituted. Um, I think it would be interesting to see. 
you know, it would be actually interesting to see if you removed a parking requirement and you had no parking limit, what would a business decide to do for parking? Because it would basically be yeah. like, however much you think you need. And then it's like, yeah, that, yeah. Do you like, do you as a business go, okay. And then like you build a big box home Depot right off the right off the road with just a little strip of parking going around it. And then, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like, I don't like, I don't, I would say that what they would that still like? probably be the same. You know what I mean? Because they're going to overestimate so. for what they think in favor of having a happy customer. Yeah, that would be my. It's already built thought. into their business plan as it is. They've already have a mm -hmm. template for how to do it. Yep. So they would just they do, do that. Yeah. 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 Because it's, it's like at the end of the day, it's like, oh, we need to overestimate for who could be there just in case. Because at the end of the day, happy customer. Happy you want to make sure right? that people, if things. you can't park, yeah. people aren't going to shop there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because it got so, so it got so bad, you know, for the whole holiday shopping Black Fridayness of it all, that yeah. when you would go yeah. to a mall, you would, well, at, at the very least in the Northeast, mm -hmm. I would, I would be forced to go to a mall with people that I knew, because um, I don't particularly like shopping on Black Friday. Um, oh yeah, God. I've only been to a mall <laughs> once on Black Friday. Anyway, mm. I don't like shopping in the holiday season. I should rephrase, mm. but the but but the mall situation got so bad, you would pull up, and there would just be this was this isn't a case of like you don't want to park in the back. I would immediately go, okay, we're just gonna go straight to the back, and you go to the back and there's nothing. Yeah, and you're like where. It's like it's, you're just circling, 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 you know, spending 45 minutes looking for a spot. You see people almost get in accidents, fighting over spaces, you know, people just camping out and waiting. And then when someone finally comes out, they're just trying to hurry, like, hurry, 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 hurry get, get in your car. And yeah, just... exactly. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. It's just like, <sighs> it's just like it, it got so bad. What was the point of me saying that? It got bad. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. And um, that. It almost seems like, Moo, shut up. Um, <laughs> it almost seems like that that the the excess of parking wasn't enough, even on the worst day. Although it was also the worst day, like all year wasn't like that, and especially immediately after the holiday season, because then you get that little bit of rush afterwards. And people were getting like the after season, the first of the year after season deals, and people were trying to get rid of stuff, and then it just drops off like a rock, and no one goes out because everyone's already spent all their money. Um, yeah. and so and it's winter, and people don't go out. And so, other than like that one day or those few days of the year, the parking lot doesn't sit as full and you also have to think about too like the like what that's being like i know people go think about what the purpose is like well let's really think about that like okay what's the big deal it's a parking lot it's not doing anything to anyone exactly that's a point it's not doing anything yeah it's a place for you to take your your metal box that burns fossil fuels um, <laughs> and, and, and shreds rubber. Um, it takes up yeah. all the space, probably just you in it, 
probably just you in it. It's probably an SUV. Let's be real. Um, and it's and it's and it's going. It's taking you from where you are to where you want to be to then take up a space that does nothing other than the only reason why that that space needs to be there is because you needed to be there and you had no other way of getting there other than that. Or you yep. had no other viable way. Maybe you had the option. Maybe, you know, when I, where I lived in, in Houston, I technically could have taken a bus um, to the mall. Um, but that would have been, <laughs> it's just, it wasn't practical. Um, <laughs> but driving is fun. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, if we removed, <laughs> if we removed the need for that, right then we then we remove we could use that we could use that space for something else right we keep talking about how you know we, we've talked about the housing crisis before and mm -hmm. i'm not saying we should build houses in mall parking lots but i'm saying think of all the land that that uses like think of all like yeah. look at look at all the strodes up and down you know this this the uh the sun belt of the u.s and look at how much space all that takes up and think about all the things that we could use that space for if you took the space and redistributed it in a different way fish well fish, fish agrees with i'm 100 saying build uh housing in mall parking lots <laughs> <laughs> or we could build or we could just build houses in mall parking lots let's just do that uh, yeah, in fact yeah, yeah. the slab is already there it doesn't matter if it's uneven just put the stilts and everything just call it a day it's fine yep yep um yeah it's um i don't know it's it's man it's it's, it's tough because the minute that you start diving into taking away something that is used by a car, um, it seems that it doesn't matter what city you're in, you're going to get pushback on people saying that this is like you're, you're not. You're trying no. to get us to remove cars and, and whatnot. But. Or maybe we don't necessarily have to remove it. Maybe we just yeah. think about the way that we use the land better. Like, mm -hmm. think mm -hmm. about all the malls that are one story or one floor wherever you are yeah. from and think about all that roof space and how yeah, much exactly. we could use that roof for parking i 100% agree yeah and move it maybe on like i i i keep thinking more about like how we build and maybe there's a better way of building vertically without making it feel like you are in a vertical space right because unfortunately you know, in this, uh, on this continent, you know, Canada included, it's either one story or a hundred stories. Yeah. And this kind of goes back to the missing middle. Like maybe rethink, maybe it's like, you know, we design things where we stack things on top of each other that we wouldn't normally think of or that we've thought of in the past but didn't execute properly. I know that there are horror stories about parking garage, parking collapses. Um, one of them was in Canada. I know that story that was horrific and that's terrible and that shouldn't yeah. ever happen. But also yeah. there were a lot of things that um, were brought to light in that collapse. Um, yep that we now know 
that we can avoid now and make that a little bit better. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, I think, I think what we, I think what I'm really trying to say is because this kind of actually get fish. Bob says my two sets of fix in suburbs is this pick strategic nodes, um, malls to build walkable neighborhood centers around, then densify the corridors that connect mm -hmm. them to support the transit. Yeah, exactly. I love, I love that. that. I think when people hear, well, I I do think that there are people who are extreme and they want to may they want to make everything like a inner city Vancouver, or inner city New York City, or something like that. I yeah, don't think that that I, there's a. I think people forget that there's a reason why people left cities in the first place because they weren't necessarily pleasant places to be in. <laughs> No, no, downtown's never, no, for sure. I mean, like, you go back and you take a look at like what a downtown was, it's like, that's not a place yeah. that I would want and to be spending some, my, my time. Yeah. And to some extent, they still aren't. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, all, especially even the big cities that people talk about, like, they want to model after. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if we should model after those cities, New York included. Um, and I live in New York, so don't come for me. Um, but, like, <laughs> I'm like, I think we should use them as a template like, I feel like that there's missing middle and there's also missing city. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think we should remove the suburbs and I don't think we should replicate the urban. Hear me out. Mm -hmm. Hear me out, right? Hey. I'll hear you out. Hit me with it. The reason why people left the cities is because... There was a reason to leave. They wanted to go to the suburbs. So why do they want to go to the suburbs? Because they wanted to feel a lot of people still move to the suburbs because they want to feel like they are in the middle of nowhere or like in a place that's a little bit more rural. But now the suburbs feel less and less like you're in the middle of nowhere unless you feel like on the very edge of them. Like you're yeah. basically in ex-urban or in rural, I guess is what they call it um, or whatever they call it. So it's like if the suburbs are now full of traffic, <laughs> right, mm -hmm. and full of pollution and full of noise, then what's the then it's like now you've got the worst of everything. Now you have to drive in it as opposed to not having the option not to drive in it and you have to go unless if you get everything delivered you have to go out in it because you have no option of maybe um maybe you do live in a suburban area that's like maybe a newer suburban area and it doesn't get all of the services that you would get in a city or maybe they stop early and you work late because you work in the city and then it takes you until nine o'clock to get home but by the time you get home everything is closed where you where you live kind of a thing so yeah. maybe we have to realize that you know if you're gonna move to a city move to the city yeah don't play around and be like wow well, i want to move to the city like houston or like edmonton or the or, or toronto but then you live in the suburbs no no no, no. now yeah. you're trying to have now you're trying to have everything all again you can't it's like it's if you're gonna leave the city and leave the city <laughs> like go go move out of somewhere where it's like you know not that if it's gonna be the city then you can have a true suburb which is suburban which is urban but not but not overbearingly so 
So yeah, you have yeah. a lot of middle housing, you have a lot of better uses of land, you have, you know, your malls that have their part. You have you still have malls, but the parking lots are on top and they're connected to transit. So that way you have the options for whichever that works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, things are more walkable and more pedestrian friendly, but at, they're not completely removing the cars. It's just that we're making sure that everything sort of happens around each other safely and wonderfully and fluidly and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. When we are thinking about redesigning our cities and making them a little bit more of a combination of the super urban and the super suburban, um, that we don't have wealth segregation because in wealth segregation, you have all kinds of other segregation that occurs, um, either directly or indirectly. Well, okay. In uh, uh, current news, uh, there is a suburb of Vancouver. It's called Burnaby. Uh, for those who don't know the, the geographic layout, it's very close. It takes maybe like 25 minutes from downtown to drive to, give or take. Uh, and Burnaby has proposed a new development here. Uh, the development itself looks great. I'll share the link for those that are interested in um the live chat there as well for those that are interested. Um, but they are proposing uh, a quote-unquote corridor uh, for wealth segregation, meaning that if you are a renter, you are going to be entering the building through a separate area. If you own, you enter through the normal entrance of the building, you know? Um, any type of segregation drives me... It's just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's like, it's not... There's, there's, it's so stupid. It is such a slippery slope that can lead to some not so fun things. Um, because at the end of the day, it's segregation. It doesn't matter what you're segregating. It's like, oh, this segregation is not bad because it's just wealth segregation. It's not inherently evil or bad. Yeah, but it is. But it is. It's segregation. It's the complete opposite of what, you know, anything that I would ever want to see, especially in a city like this. It's like, who who gives a damn if you're renting or you're owning? Many apartment buildings, hell, the apartment building that I live in is everybody's enters through the same. We all interact with each other, whether I'm interacting with somebody that owns a unit in the apartment building I live in, to me, myself, who rents. Like, there's not... You know what I mean? Like, who, who, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Um, and to see a development also, like that, yeah, yeah. Also, too, real quick, just to kind of add a little bit of um, of context to it. So, mm-hmm. the type of building that's going up or that is proposed is it proposed mm-hmm. or is it going up? Well, it's in phase two, so it's getting very, very close. Oh, uh, phase so two, good. um. Yeah, so so it's currently phase two, which is more so related to public hearings on the building mm-hmm. um, and through City Hall. But phase two is also what you're seeing here, which means that the active designs are in place that should they make it to the next phase, we can start looking at construction happening and this being a more complete idea um, for it. So, And yeah. so in Burnaby, they have... Do they have a, a a general requirement on affordable housing, or is this building opting to do it? 
or how does that work? Yes. Yes. Um, they're like, they're yes. Um, I forgot the actual amount is that it, it, that it actually is, or like what's required. Um, but yes, there is within Burnaby. And I think it's like the whole lower mainland as a whole, um, has those requirements. Um, but yeah, essentially like the, the renting is your way of abiding by affordable housing, uh, acts, um, as well. Um, yeah, because like, essentially in some built in some tall buildings, and it's not just in Burnaby, um, it's in New York as mm -hmm. well. Uh, if the building requires affordable housing or for whatever reason, there's going to be affordable housing inside of the building and the building is generally going to have mm -hmm. at market housing, which is going to be higher than that or substantially higher than that. What the developers will do is they will put something called a poor door. For lack, for lack of a better term, that's kind of like the slang term for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what yeah. they're calling it, but <laughs> uh, what what is the industry term for that? Because it's not an abnormal thing to do. Um, where basically the affordable housing units will enter the building through a separate entrance than the at market rent uh, buyers and renters will. I I hate that so much. <laughs> I, I absolutely hate that. Uh. I think that has got to be one of the like, yeah. I, I'm <laughs> I'm not 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 a big fan of segregation of any kind. Um, definitely hate that. I think that is just it's, come on. <laughs> like it, it's it's 2022. Let's just yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I hate it. I hate it, Jonas. Why do you hate it, Moose? Because there's uh, why uh, why are we segregating people based on their income? Why are we segregating people at all? Who we're all freaking people, you know? It's segregation of any kind has no place in this day and age. Like it just it, who cares? You are a human on this earth, just like the person next to you. And, and it, it oh, man, it's so frustrating because excuse you. Me. Excuse me, it, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. know if I I don't know if I agree with that because. If I've made, if I've worked hard and I've yeah. made a substantial mm -hmm. amount of money um, mm -hmm. and I'm able to afford a certain place, I want to be around the same amount, the same people, because those people um, are going to be of my stature and class. And they're going to, I just feel more comfortable when I'm near people who make the same amount of money. Because if you don't make as much money, then it means that you didn't apply yourself and you are probably not going to operate at the same level. And if you're that destructive with your bank account, then you're probably going to be that destructive with your life. <laughs> Solution? Purchase a penthouse suite. Purchase a penthouse suite. Um, so <laughs> the, see, so for me, it's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. People have that mentality, right? I, you know, to like, I, I don't mean to be so blunt, but I, I was giving devil's about advocate, that by the way, people, I don't really believe yeah, 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 Of course, of course. Um, to those people with that mentality, um, sorry, but your mentality just shouldn't, I, I don't, I, I don't care. I, I, I don't care. You'll, you'll figure something out, buy a unit that's a penthouse suite. I don't know. Just, I give a damn about people that have the mentality, but uh, the thing that drives me nuts is, and really is frustrating to see, is it's like, it's segregation of a, a wealth, right? So you're segregating people based on wealth through the quote-unquote poor door. What happens next, right? Because you have now opened the gates to allowing segregation, right? Segregation is now allowed. Yeah, it's just wealth, but what happens next? 
Because in oftentimes, if we take a look at like historically what's happened, it starts with one thing, one small, tiny thing of segregation of some kind. And next thing you know, well, see what the future holds, you know, because the minute you get a foot in the door, they're going to start pushing for more. Well, we did segregation of this. Let's just do a little bit of this and see how it goes. Oh, we didn't get pushback and it was allowed to happen. Cool. We're just going to keep going, you know, and then it's more and more and more. and and. uh you get people used to it. You know, you get people thinking that this is okay. It's not a bad thing. And that is so, so dangerous. So, Fish Bob yeah, that's probably says, like, just real mm-hmm, quick. Mm-hmm. Fish Bob says, what makes it even more ridiculous is that most of those condos will be sold to investors who are going to rent them out. Yep, 100%. And Owner comrade, renters. <laughs> and Comrade Karen says, next thing you know, uh, in the U.S., they'll start drawing congressional districts, the uh, district lines dividing buildings by which entrance they use. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Exactly. So, I guess if I live in the ghetto and make ten thousand a year, and then I suddenly win the Powerball for two billion, that now makes me worthy of living next to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But you have to win a Powerball or nothing. But I'm still the same person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> crazy, eh? Ain't it crazy? Nothing changed about you except money. Ain't it wild, right? But you're now accepted. <laughs> I hate it, man. I hate it. I think it's just so, yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a slippery slope mm. that, like, it, it shouldn't be. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's frustrating, to say the least. It's frustrating because especially when it comes to New York, because we do have that in New York. Um, yeah, see, I didn't know one. that that was in New York. That's uh-huh. not, damn, that sucks. There's, <laughs> there, I don't know what the requirement is, but there are buildings that are required to have a certain percentage of affordable units in them, depending on, I guess, where they're built and the amount of units they have in them. Yeah, because um, New York did something that I, I didn't know was a thing. I assume probably we do it here, too, in Vancouver. Um, shout out to the B1M, which is how I found out about it. But is that they'll when they're talking about affordable housing. So to me, affordable housing is like actually units inside that building that are affordable, right? Whether that be the first three floors or whatever are all going to be affordable units for people to live in. That's how I saw it. And that's what we kind of do here. A lot of. Uh, development here will have units within that same building that are affordable. But I saw that in New York, they'll actually build the affordable housing as a separate building away from like wherever they essentially can find space. Um, like there was one of the uh, buildings in Billionaire's Row that they put up had to have certain affordable housing units. And they built all of that affordable housing in, I believe it was just in the Bronx. Um, it like depends. Around, uh, around there I think, I think, mm, okay. I think the how I think the units on Billionaires Row are probably the exception because of the fact of what they are, because they okay. wanted it okay. to be exclusive, and that's part of so it's more the whole thing. Like and building so, specific. Yeah, okay, I yeah. think it's developer specific because they're very uh, okay, often in the okay. same building. Um, yeah, so right. I, that's what that's what I was thinking. Yeah. The, yeah, the two the two that I'm aware of is uh, you build a building and then you just designate a few you know the, the percentage that you need to as affordable, and then those go through the um, housing lottery, which um, is a whole thing because they're affordable, but 
it's a percentage of the income it's it's like a, it's like a percentage of the of the of the average income in that zip code or something like that so like whatever that is it's a percentage of that so that means that the higher the average income in that area the higher that your income must be to qualify which a lot of people don't talk about because it's like yeah it's less than what it would have been but like there are households that you know where you have to make like it, it, for some of these buildings you have to make like a hundred and some you have to make like a hundred thousand a year as like a single person to rent a unit in them in order to afford and then the rent is like less than what it would have been but it's still like a couple thousand a month or more um because because the building is just that expensive and because people make so much money in that area so it's allowing people who make less money but still a lot of money to be able to get a cheaper apartment <laughs> as yeah. opposed to go, gaining it at market um because everything is is the, the the market is out of control so there's that and then there are the ones that um it's the same building but there are separate entrances and i guess that means that the units that come in the separate entrance they're like in a separate part of the building so they're like completely okay, separate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. um and whether you have access to the amenities of the building or not is completely building specific or develop like it just whatever they decide you know if they some do some you don't it just depends um and i don't understand why you have to separate it i i genuinely don't understand why you have to separate it what's the point exactly yeah there there are people who make way more money than i would that i don't want to be neighbors with because they ratchet it doesn't matter how much mm -hmm. money you make you can be ratchet exactly. you can still yeah exactly it's like <laughs> yeah yeah exactly oh man it's yeah so why why are we separating mm -hmm. and why are we separating rent versus own because you know like fishbod said people are going to be renting out the condos anyway either yeah, developers are, or people who own them and they go and they're like well we're going to go spend yeah. you know the week at our central pay residence and so we're going to rent out our condo for a week there i mean it's still renting like yeah, most of them are going to sit empty anyways right bought and left empty as an asset bought and left empty as an asset mm -hmm. <laughs> just sitting there accumulating money and value that doesn't actually exist yeah exactly exactly um so yeah, this, is, this is how apparently yeah. we're we're addressing the affordable housing crisis is by you know okay well we can all we, we can live together we just can't live together you know separate but equal yeah yeah uh, i don't know it's it's man it's it sucks to see it happening um yeah i don't know just and i also didn't know that it was um yeah such a thing in, in new york city already um this oh, all this feels very new to me decades. so mm. decades this it's it's an so, old no, no. it's an old thing here and and it's it the Portor thing is a, is a hot topic here anytime that a building announces it they they get pushed back um and then they come up with other okay. reasons why that they're doing it and okay okay yeah like i yeah. said it's it's very mixed some of them do some of them don't it just really depends it's yeah i, I right, think it's right, disgusting right. either way yep 100 percent. yep it's oh man and i hate that it's called oh, Pordor because you have to literally Dude, be the, the name opposite. is you have to be the opposite man. of poor to even afford that unit 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the unit in there goes for two thousand for a two bed, and that's considered affordable housing. And requirement of a porter. Try two thousand for a one bedroom here. A lot of yeah. The, sorry, sorry, sorry. Two thousand for a one bed. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, like a lot of the unit because mm-hmm. I listen. I don't make a lot of money, but I make a decent amount. But even I, I'm mm-hmm. like, look, I'm trying to like get a deal. But like, I find myself for yeah. a long time being like, kind of. And there are ones that go for less, that go for lower. They're brackets. And I've always found myself to be in the middle of the bracket where it was like I either made too much or not enough money. Um, And so it was very frustrating because you would go and look and it was like, I either have to make, you know, 80,000 a year with a family of four. And then, and then you can get a two bedroom for like two thousand a month, or I have to make a hundred twenty thousand a year for a two for two thousand a month for a for a one bedroom. Um, yeah. And then, and you, and people, people who are coming into the area thinking two thousand a month for women, that's a lot. I'm like, it could be a lot more <laughs> if it wasn't affordable. It yeah. would be more like three or four thousand, or probably more like three thousand. Because the yep. percentage and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> is there any place? Is there? Is there any place that's getting this right? Um, in Canada or the U.S. Man, um, yeah. Obviously, for me, it's going to be mostly Canada-based, where my knowledge sits. Um, so I mean, here's the thing: is something that again, not uh, not perfect by any means. There's still other issues going on. Um, but a city that I often bring up that really showcases how you can sort of create an uh, environment that sort of does work for everybody, um, and at least to my knowledge, this could be wrong. Again, I'm an expert in mm-hmm. Vancouver, where I live, but mm-hmm. Montreal is the city that, to me, is a perfect template of what Vancouver could have been, still has potential to be for now. Um but yeah, Montreal for sure. And now the thing with Montreal is we do have to factor in that they have a different history than Vancouver, right? You know, um, the entire province of Quebec does. Um, and for those that don't know, Quebec is a completely uh, French is their first language there versus English. Um, and as such, their history is much different and it's very visible in the architecture as well. They have a lot more that, in my opinion, is worthy of preserving than, say, a city like Vancouver. But taking a look at Montreal, they have absolutely nailed the... I can't believe you said that. Missing middle. You know what I mean? Uh, said what? Uh, what did I, I say? You said Montreal was more worthy of preserving than Vancouver. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, now there's nothing to preserve. Vancouver's killed it all. But... um. <laughs> yeah i mean it's true it's true there's a lot of like you know (laughs) but they but they have missing middle and it's just so cool to see because missing middle creates this sense of community not that suburbs don't right you know suburbs feel it like i'm a kid that grew up in in the suburbs i grew up in the suburbs when i was born in vancouver i grew up in the suburbs when we moved to kamloops you know like so i get i get suburban living that's how i grew up right and yeah it's like I knew the neighbor kid and I'd go hang out with him or this, that like, yeah, there's, there's community. It's not the same. I don't think like, it's just, I don't know. They just, they, they did it so well. And what they utilize to create the sense of community is balconies. Um, oddly enough, which is your building is maybe three to four. Like it's not even, not even four, I would say three stories. Right. And it's like a row house, multiple families live in it. And they have these balconies where people just sit and converse with people that are walking down the street. And like, 
this sense of community that you have in Montreal is one of the coolest things where everybody's just kind of vibing, doing their thing. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, they've absolutely nailed what this middle density should be from a downtown to this missing middle to then the suburbs. So um, yeah, they're not perfect, right? Montreal's not perfect, but it is a template that I feel a lot more cities should be um, I don't know, following, uh, or at least Vancouver. Toronto's not, eh, Toronto's got its own thing. Toronto is Toronto. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Vancouver has the potential to do what Montreal's doing um, before it's too late, in my opinion. I do worry that the, the time is going to come where there's no reversing the damage that's happened to Vancouver, though. So, Well, yeah. Fish Bob says Montreal benefited from being built out largely before the post-war yeah, suburban exactly. stuff became the exactly. norm. So there are many, many low to mid-rise walkable urban exactly. neighborhoods throughout the city. Yeah, and so that's that's where I go back to. It's, it's looking at the history of Montreal. It's exactly why it's where it is, and Vancouver isn't where it is. But then that doesn't mean that, like, it's just these silly laws that we have that, like, why is this even a law? Like, we need to, we should be focusing, on, and that's, you know, the idea for urbanists in Vancouver that are for, um missing middle is we need to get rid of these laws because missing middle it, it's it is a definitely a solution to address a the housing crisis that cities are seeing it may not be the be all end all but something is better than nothing especially something that's proven to work it's definitely better than just doing nothing and wondering why we're still stuck in the same issues and nothing's helping those issues right um, so yeah, I still do feel that it's like, we need to get like what Fishbox mentioned there. It's we need to get away from that, that post-war suburban era. We need to get away from that. Cause we're still stuck in that mentality. Still to this day, cities are stuck in that post-war suburban mentality. Um, and I think getting away from that mentality <laughs> and fixing stupid laws. <laughs> it's um, amazing how long that that mentality yeah. has carried out too. I mean, we are... Yeah. Yeah. very far removed from very far that mm -hmm. time when i mean even now like sure cities aren't as bad as they were when suburbanization yeah. started um but i in, in fact i mean that's kind of what it is they're not as bad as that so if they're if they're better than they were like what is still the i mean like even now like you know car ownership is going down because people either can't afford it or they realize that they don't need it so why are people not moving back to the city and rebuilding the city like in a more in a faster rate there is definitely there are definitely people that are doing like it's happening right you see it all the time in cities that have sort of reversed their inner cities or they're kind of working on reversing their inner cities um yeah. like miami is doing it and houston is doing it um dallas those cities that i mentioned they don't really have a great inner city transit network like it's there but it's not great um and you can't really look like you really you you still need your car you're just gonna need it there are gonna be some outliers where it will work 
and you basically have to reconstruct your entire life around the um the transit that's there but yeah it's it's not like where it should be i just so montreal's getting it right but you know montreal was built before the suburbanization um do you think also maybe because montreal is on an island is the reason why that it's that it's built the way it is i mean they could obviously build off of the island and there's development off of the island but it feels like when there are physical barriers um that there are there are um it just feels like that it it it, it forces development yeah i feel like maybe it was factored in but like in they way. have let me pull up here. Um, <laughs> they have sprawled a bit, though, on the island, haven't they? Like, it might have been an idea upon foundation, but they... Let me pull it up here. Yeah, see, like, they still have... Well, actually, no, I stand wrong. Yeah, not really, hey? It's pretty much... Yeah, maybe the island had a decent factor then, because it's pretty much, like, even the houses that they have are, like, really, really close together. Like there's no real, yeah. It's just so. Oh man, so so cool. But yeah, they I haven't mean, really done too Manhattan's much on an island. So it was sort of constrained yeah. by geography. Uh yeah. Like the suburbanization that they've done, like the suburbs that they've done, are better than anything I've seen out here because of how well used the how land well is. The land is. Um, yeah, it's like they're putting suburban homes, right? Like they're doing the classic suburban de development with the cul-de-sacs and stuff, but the homes are like there's very little space, right? Very, very little space. Um, and so the houses have small, small yards front and back, and are pushed right up against each other. Um, like that is, yeah, I don't know. Their, their land usage is is absolutely phenomenal. It's it's man, it's so cool to see. I guess, I yeah, guess. And then off the island, the minute you leave it, it becomes now we start. Even then, though, like honestly, the stuff that I'm seeing outside of the island, it's suburban sprawl, but it's suburban sprawl done. It still has pretty damn good land usage, in my opinion. There's, yeah. you know, stuff that's not ideal, but comparing Montreal and what surrounds Montreal to like Vancouver, Toronto, like they, they, Montreal is absolutely killing it with land usage compared to what we're doing. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's sort of like part of the um it's it's just the the theme of the day. It's like we don't necessarily want to kill the suburbs, but there the the land usage needs to be better and it can be better. You can have the separation so like where you don't feel like that you're hearing all of your neighbors and you have like your own I think I'll, I think a lot of people love the sense of ownership and owning something even though that most people don't because it's mostly mortgage and the moment that they end the mortgage they buy something else it's also mortgage so they don't really own it in the first place but i digress um <laughs> but they feel like they own it when really the bank owns it so it's yeah, their yeah. own place you can have homes that are next to each other wall to wall even and you can have a yard if you want um, but it could be done in a way that is a better utilization of land. Um, even maybe yeah, there, that's the thing, right? Yeah. It's that utilization. You can have a combination of like private yards and 
public yards, which I use quotes around, but if you're just listening, you won't be able to see the quotes that I put in the camera. But like public yards, as in like maybe all the homes are close together, but your backyard is not just for you. It's like the entire, it's like a yard in the back and the entire block uses that space. So effectively you get a larger space, um, which is just as private, you know? Um, because only yeah, like they only they had that right in those Montreal homes. Like they had the, the front yard, backyard. Because yeah. yeah, it's but if we cut down like which by the way, some, some of those some yeah, yeah, suburbs yeah. use some suburbs use that they have no fencing mm. and it's just one big yard. Mm, okay, yeah, 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 but yeah, because it's, it's really far apart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. That's yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Montreal, doing cool things. So Montreal's getting it right. So what we're saying is everyone move to Montreal. That's exactly what I'm saying, actually. Thank you. So Same should, wavelength. So is that what we're moving to Montreal next year? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, how's your French? <laughs> Terrible. Okay, well, perfect. Let's move. Um, <laughs> Took two years of it and still don't know. Uh, uh, so there's that. Well, And don't let nobody tell you that you can go to Quebec and not need French. You need French. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. People try to say that, you, man, and it's like, you, mm. you, <laughs> like you, you, you could walk into a restaurant, yeah, and the person might be polite and be like, "Oh, I'll just speak English for you," but it's like they just, just you're gonna need French. <laughs> you're yeah. gonna need it. Just do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess we did beat that one down as much as we could. Where are you taking me? <laughs> do it. Do I, is there something that you want to talk about? Do I have to drive all the time? What do you want to talk? What do you want to talk about, Moose? I guess it all started back in fifth grade. I was sitting in. Uh, no, okay, um, so maybe I should maybe. <laughs> uh, Montreal uh, Streamer House uh, twenty twenty three. Let's have go. I'm down. Hey, hey, fish. Why it got to be twenty twenty three? There's still is some twenty twenty two left. Isn't Montreal um, expensive though? No, surprisingly. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Anywhere is expensive if you try hard enough, but. You want to hear something crazy? Halifax, in certain areas, Halifax, it's becoming more expensive than Montreal. Bruh. Well, I don't know what's going on in Halifax. Well, I do. It's well, you know, development, sprawl, etc. But uh I mean for the longest, Silicon Valley was more expensive than New York. And now it's it's flip flop. Yeah, right, right, right. They keep trading yeah. prices. Yeah, exactly. And they keep yeah, hundred percent. And you wouldn't um, really think of I mean you do think of like it's like okay, I guess it kind of makes sense that it's expensive, but then if you've ever been to Silicon Valley, mm. it's yeah. like mm, yeah, this is over. This is overpriced. This is Halifax, man. Exactly. I'm like, listen, if you live in Halifax, you live in the Maritimes. I'm not trying to to to, to Halifax is cool, but it's not. Mm -mm. <laughs> that ain't it. I'm sorry, that ain't it. In Halifax Hall is dope. Love where it is. Love the ocean. Hall I haven't even been to Halifax mm -hmm. or Montreal, but I'm going to tell you right now, nice. hot take. If Halifax is mm -hmm. more expensive than Montreal, it's overpriced. Yeah, exactly. 100% it's overpriced. 100% it is overpriced. You want to know it's why? I know. Like... Because I want to go to Montreal. I have no desire mm -hmm. to go to Halifax. Hi, my name is Sane. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Ergo. Hey, yo, shout out to the Maritimes fish. Shout out to the Maritimes fish. And I'm sure it's lovely for anyone who is listening to us from New Brunswick or Newfoundland, whichever Halifax you're from. 
I love you and I salute you and thank you for being here. I'm just oh, saying dude, it's so sick. I'm just saying <laughs> there's no, we're not shading the Maritimes fish, Bob. We're just saying there's a there's like you have to apply the value or the value. Yeah, I, could, yeah. I could even see, like I said, I could see why Silicon Valley is overpriced because of the fact that that's where all of the tech firms were. So mm-hmm. it was demanding that price because those are the people that were moving in, even though, I mean, it's so, so all Silicon Valley is, is tech firms in suburbs. Like it's not, it's, it's not special. And it's not yeah. even... It's well, not technically San Francisco, although I think people probably now loop in San Francisco to the Silicon Valley area because I, yeah, for sure they do. You know, Facebook is there and Salesforce and all those things and Amazon. So I guess that's kind of all being looped. People in. do, yeah, for sure. And I could see San Francisco, which you know is actually overpriced. <laughs> Uh, yeah, San Francisco's extremely overpriced. Very man. Yeah. For the for the amount of money that you could get a and maybe that's the reason why that's well, I don't know. I, but for the amount of money that you could find a one bedroom in New York, although it would be it would be on the low end. Um and it's not very common that you'd find a one bedroom for that price. Um, you're looking at rooms in San Francisco for the same price, not even yeah. an entire. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, not a one bedroom, a studio, a studio. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> wild. But still, yeah. I mean, you could have an entire. There, there was a time where, because you know, there's all those Silicon Valley places are in Brooklyn, um, or like a lot of startups are there, and like they decided to move out to the Valley because they needed to be there because of where all other firms are, or. They're, you know, like maybe they already had offices there and they were trying to get people to go from Brooklyn to Silicon Valley and they couldn't get people to move there because people were in Brooklyn were like, no, <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Cause like, in no way am I going to like, it's like, it's, it's actually worse for me to move there. Yeah. So why? Um, exactly. I don't, yeah. I mean, weather's not everything comrade, but yeah. It is a factor, though. It is a big factor for sure. But the weather's not that bad here. It's just, you know what? It you know mm-hmm. I've noticed the weather here is you have a lot of good weather that's interspliced with a lot of bad weather. So it's like you got to get through the bad parts to get to the good parts. Mm, I love New York's weather, though. It's it's very similar. I feel like to what we have here, minus yeah, the probably. winters. Your your winters probably. are more intense yeah. than ours. Versus California, which is like a lot of good weather interspliced with a lot of mediocre weather. It's not even that bad. It's just not as good yeah, as the good yeah, weather. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, and like when the weather is so great, it's like, yeah, but you can get that weather in other places too. You just got to get, and in fact, it makes you, in my opinion, appreciate it more. You don't take it for granted mm-hmm. because when it's on a not so great day like today, which you know today here it's just cloudy. And even it's supposed to rain. I don't know if it actually rained or if it's raining. It might be. Oh no, it's literally raining. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. When it was cloudy. Um, oh, it's it, chill today. Nice. Yeah, it was. It was just cloudy. Like it wasn't even like bad. It was just oh, it's just dreary. And then, but yesterday yeah. it was absolutely beautiful. I, I actually went out and touched grass yesterday. It was amazing. 
did a big old long walk. <sighs> we, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, we're about to get hammered, though. We're about to get hammered here in Vancouver starting Tuesday. Tuesday through to Sunday. Yeah, with snow, like bad, bad oh. snow. Ooh. I know Fictitious mentioned something about it uh, in one of my streams, I was... and I was like, oh, it's. Oh, sorry, yeah. I was thinking of a different kind of hammer. Never mind. Ah, okay. okay. Um. So, anyways, <laughs> do y'all get snow in uh, Vancouver? Not really. Not really. But Here, about to get a not lot really. Of yeah, we're about to get like the most that I've seen. If it happens, the most that I've seen in maybe three years. How many? Uh, Van- how much? Uh, let me pull up the article here. Um, is it measured? Yeah, heavy years. Probably not. Oh, maybe actually. No, you can't be getting more than no. <laughs> I wonder. Apparently, Wednesday is going to be a bit warmer with some rain. Yeah, so I imagine the snow will be gone by then. But oh no, we do. Yeah, centimeters is what we do. Uh, between twenty and forty centimeters of snow is what they're anticipating. That's I don't for a don't place that, that doesn't get a lot of snow. That's a that's a decent amount. Yeah. And the thing is, it's it, the, the the city just shuts down. It just shuts down. We, I imagine both the terrain that we have does make it not so fun. Driving in snows, lots of streets get shut down because they're too steep. So they just shut the whole street down. Um, people aren't used to driving in it, especially with this that's coming up. I'm very curious to see what happens because uh, it's it just we, we don't we don't get snow like this anymore. Um, we used to. We used to. Like, I remember when I moved here. Uh, man, back in 2014, when I first moved down to Vancouver, you could expect in winter to have, you know, a week maybe where there's snow and the snow sticks around. Last three years, it snowed a day and it's gone by noon. You know, as soon as the sun's up, all that snow is melted away. We don't have snow sticking anymore in Vancouver. The surrounding suburbs are different, um, especially based on um, their, uh, like, like how uh, high up they are as you get closer to the hills, you know, they're gonna have more snow stick around, so those places do. But Vancouver itself just doesn't get snow, um, anymore. It just it doesn't like we'll have snow, it'll cover it noon, boom, it's all melted. So this is significant, and it's the most significant that I've seen. Uh, we'll see how it actually plays out, but most significant in the past three years, I'd say. So interesting, yeah. Yeah, it'll be, man, <laughs> I'll be curious to see how, what happens. All I'm saying, hashtag Vancouver, go on Twitter, hashtag Vancouver, go latest on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Enjoy the stuff that you see. Vancouver about to get wild. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be some good content. <laughs> uh, oh, no. But yeah, Wednesday seems chill. So I bet you Tuesday's going to be gnarly. Wednesday, it all melts. Thursday hits us. Friday hits us. Saturday, it all melts. And Sunday hits us again. So vibes. It be vibey. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Also, in, um, in, in other news, uh, what happened in Toronto? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. What happened in Toronto? Uh, yeah, for those, uh, <laughs> for those in the live chat or those listening to the uh, replay, uh, apparently a massive explosion went off in Toronto on, uh, in the Fort, is it Fort York, right? No, wrong. Toronto explosion underneath a bridge and nobody, they haven't said what it is. Yeah, it was Fort York. I was right. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's a huge explosion in Toronto, uh, yesterday or early this morning. What are we at? 27. 
Oh, dude, early this morning, then, it seems. No, after 11 p.m. Okay, yeah, so we'll call it yesterday. But yeah, a huge explosion went off for, uh, under the bridge there, and the bridge is significantly busy. Um, no con confirmation on what it was, but uh, yeah, very wild explosion. For those that want to see in the live chat, there's the link to it. Um, now, the bridge is an overpass of a local street that goes over some train tracks, mm -hmm. basically. And, and it's a very popular street from from what I've yeah read. It's a it looks like it's a four lane street, so two lanes in each direction from what I saw. And uh, yeah, four laner. Yep. And there was a a it was a lot of it was a lot of fire under the bridge. Um, Did you see the? There's video of it too of the explosion when it happens. The explosion was nuts. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Was I didn't see the. I didn't see the video of the explosion. No, I only saw oh, the yeah. fire. Fire. Um oh yeah, on the Yeah, there's another oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you watch on that link that I posted, there's the video near the end of the video it shows part of the explosion going off, and then there was another one. So I think there was two explosions or something. But yeah, wild. <laughs> some 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 fun stuff going down. Yeah. It's also very I mean... interesting to be like people are on that bridge when it exploded. Like that's pretty intense. <laughs> like uh, yeah. Oh, so there was a, so what it was is I guess there was a fire at first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then an explosion. And then there was an oh, explosion. Oh yeah, they confirmed, yeah, they did confirm here in the article, uh, multiple explosions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Loud, fiery explosions underneath the bridge uh, and heavy smoke coming from the area. But they still haven't confirmed, still um, no update on, uh, nobody was injured or hurt or anything like that, but um, no, uh, yeah, no word on what it was. And then these people that were just, and then these people that were just sitting on the bridge for like a long time after the explosion happened, they finally decided to turn around. Yeah, it's like, bro, get off the bridge, baby. It's interesting. What I don't know what goes through our heads when there's like yeah. some sort of like emergency, but like, yeah, I, I, there is definitely a different response for some people, right? Whether it's bad or good, it's just different. Like where some people sort of react right away, and yeah. some people get frozen. Um, and the people that act right away, they either act by running and helping people, or they act by running away. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, the one that runs away. Unfortunately, sorry. I thought if if we're in a situation and you look at me like I'm gonna help you, I don't know if that's gonna happen. I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not perfect. I remember that for our meetup I'm in uh, Montreal. Moose. I'm not perfect. I said I don't hey, know. We'll see. Hey, I've been telling listen, everybody they are perfect, listen. so I need to, you know, okay. I'm just saying um, I'm just saying what a lot of people know and think of themselves. A lot of people try to sit here and have their hero sense of like, oh, I would have dove in and say that person. Would you have though? Would you have? Would you have? Not everybody would. And for the people that do, thank you. Like, I love the people that just dive into a situation sometimes where it makes sense or not. Um, you know, we need those people. I'm just not one of them. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last thing I'll, I'll share on this one here, though. Uh, but there's another article showing it. Apparently, the aftermath of Underneath the Bridge. Take a look at what Underneath the Bridge looks like. And that might explain why maybe a fire and possible explosions oh, yeah. occurred. Because there's a bunch of trash <laughs> under there. <laughs> 
And um, they're saying no propane fire. Um, I can spot a, a of lot of very yeah, exactly. It's like that's that's your explosion. Like what? <laughs> then what there is it? it is. Man, what caused this fire underneath this bridge here? This well maintained bridge. Jesus, dude, that's. Oh man. <laughs> I can't. I can't um, tell mm -hmm. if that is a bunch of trash or if it is an encampment or maybe it's a former mm -hmm. one or maybe it is, but that's just how it looks. But there's no person that's, there. Yeah. There's just a bunch of trash. I would say it's an encampment. It looks like the encampments that we have here in Vancouver. Yeah, I would say, especially with the cart that's full of stuff. Uh, yeah, I would say this is an encampment. The, the couches that are set up as well underneath. Yeah. Yeah, I would say people are living here, like quite a few people. Yeah. Also, how is it the aftermath if nothing is burnt? Unless there, if... It's, if you look, yeah, there's some stuff that's black and charred. It looks like a couple of the bins as well, too, look very burnt. But yeah, it doesn't look too bad. I'm, yeah, again, I'm just going off of what the article said. Or like, uh, I mean, unless of if, yeah, no, I 100%. Unless if, of course, if, um, unless if the, because that was a, that was a, even if the fire was concentrated to just, up tank why are they yeah. why are they immediately ruling out propane what is the point of that yep exactly. that seems like a really especially weird thing to do yeah especially consider like consider the fact that it's getting like so toronto had been hit with some of that snow not as bad as like buffalo and and upper uh new york uh, or upstate new york had been hit with that huge winter storm that came through but toronto still got hit with snow it's been extremely cold People are going to be using tanks for, you know, something, some source, like they're going to be using something to heat, start fire, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's like exactly what uh, Comrade says, which is looks like a homeless camp probably exploded, making a fire. It's exactly what I'm thinking happened. But they're saying that that's not the case. I just, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. it seems like it's, it's, mm. I just, it was too early to rule it out. <laughs> and also, uh. It's not a hard thing to rule in or out. Like, yeah. just go look. And if you it know what, looks... we must trust the officials, right? Anyways, mm. uh... <laughs> so Jonah, I would love to say to trust our officials and our police and stuff like that, but I have I have thoughts on that. Theories, yeah, that's fair. Which are urban, which maybe could be better for another, an, a, a different podcast. Um, well, fair. Now people are probably asking, what does this have to do with city skylines? Nothing, but <laughs> yeah, nothing. But also, the podcast is literally called Urban Theories. Exactly. Um, so for, for like, this exact reason, it's like maybe sometimes we want to talk city skylines. Sometimes we want to talk, you know, not city skylines. And more so cities in IRL, um, you know, uh, so. <laughs> Polixico yeah. says redistribute the funds for the police forces <laughs> to the food pantries. Put food in mouths. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Except, uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if it gets too political, but um, all I need to say uh, real quick here is Vancouver recently elected a new mayor. First thing that they wanted to do was hire 100 more police officers, because that's great. Definitely going to help our city. Uh, oh, and the budget got increased as well for the police. GG Vancouver, things are going to be great. Uh, anyways. 
Right, because being homeless is criminal. Yeah, apparently they need the 100 uh, more police officers mm -hmm. so they can help uh, prevent crime in the downtown east side. Yeah, App apparently not being part of the of of the class of people that were able, that already had income oh God, wealth yeah. from generations past to be able to get into the right places, to be able to know the right, because by the way, it's not just about doing that. It's also about knowing the right people to then get that job, yeah. to get in a place where buying a $750,000 home is just nothing because that's how much you'd have to spend on a home these days in order to get a decent home. <laughs> um, uh, apparently not being not being already in that system is illegal and that's why we need to hire more police and make sure that the people <laughs> that are pushed out into the fringes um are stay in the fringes you know with, yeah exactly yeah, dealt with accordingly perfect yeah <sighs> so yeah yeah it's been <laughs> it's been a week it's been a week here in uh in beautiful vancouver british columbia it has. It's been a week. But you know, you what? know, it is what it is. It's yeah. We'll just we'll look forward to this week. Maybe this week will bring us some better news. Huh? What do what do oh. you think, mm -hmm. Moose? Oh we'll no, 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 but you know, one can be thing. hopeful. We gotta be Moose, we gotta be Moose, we gotta be positive. <laughs> we gotta be positive. Yeah, I mean it's through my passion for the city that I'm positive things are going to continue in a downhill uh slide. But you know, um yeah <laughs> i don't know i wish i had something to say uh you know that that was positive bring to the city i'm just not a big fan of who this no, no, it's fine. just when you, you it, it's, when you have a when you have a new mayor elected and within the first 24 hours of it being announced that they're the winner they already start backtracking on things that they said you know you're in for a, a, a good time yeah. and in that same statement they announced that the first thing they're going to do is hire 100 more police officers because if you have the force that you have in Vancouver and the budget you have in Vancouver, I can tell you right now, a hundred more people is not going to, that is not going to do anything. If you can't control it with what you have now, a hundred new faces, a hundred new officers isn't going to do absolutely nothing. Um, anyways, uh, I have a whole list of things that I would love to, you know, but that's uh, neither here nor there. Just some uh, frustrations that have been going on here. As much again, as we, it's passion. it's passion. It all comes oh, it to passion. I love the city. The city has so much potential, which is why issues like Listen, this get me fired up. You're you not going to hear any arguments from me. As much as, as much as uh, we try to save the world with this podcast, um, <laughs> it's going to happen. Which we are. We're trying to save the world with this podcast because we are effectively being the change we want to see um in the world i mean the fact that we can have as... well we can have these open discussions about um yeah i don't know just it's cool to be able to share like open discussions about different topics especially something that like you know wealth segregation for example right so yeah. yeah which doesn't help the situation but anyway um Not at all. it's important because we're, we're being we're being the change we want to see in the world which is what i encourage everyone to be um and try and stop all this madness yeah or at least make us feel better about it <laughs> at least even yeah and just to like think differently about your cities there's not like one way to think about a city a city is this ever evolving thing right and there's not right. just one way right there's so much that goes into it 100 percent. i can speak from my own experiences uh have a impact it will be heard it has an impact 
Um, so yeah, I mean, get involved in your own city, find out how you can get involved to be that change instead of just hoping that things get better and watching the descent of the city. Right. So, um, yeah. Amen. It's, it's one thing to complain about it all the time. And it's another thing to do something about it. Even doing something as something as what seems to be as little as bringing it to the attention of as many people as you can, like we are trying to do. Um, I think it does help at the very least. Um, at the because it, it's it starts with thinking about things differently before you can actually make things differently so exactly um that was a really terrible way of saying that but you know what? we're gonna hey, go with it jonah we're gonna go with it we're gonna go with it <laughs> also i love how oh oh my god this keeps this keeps freezing your video which is fine Listen, because I, I need somebody to screen cap these moments i've got new emotes coming apparently <laughs> um we're getting close to the end of this podcast, I think, so it's fine. Um, but um, I think that that is a great place to call it. So, um, also, also, real quick to Plexico, yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Thank you. That is such a. I'm not going to get into it now. It's a very deep topic, something that I'm very passionate about. But yes, a hundred percent, a hundred, hundred percent. Both of you are very passionate on indigenous uh movements mm-hmm. um because that's also important and yeah I think extremely important we want to try and forget it and we want to try and push it down and say oh it doesn't matter now but it still matters so like yeah 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 100 percent. but that is a uh i would love to i'm passionate about it i'm trying to increase my knowledge on it and what they're going through um oh, and what they're right. fighting for but Another was, episode because that's going to get hella deep. Well, yeah, we're, 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 we're at the end of this podcast. And yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going to go exactly. another two hours. <laughs> um, but I was going to say it's important because you know, as as different and as complex and diverse as cities are, um, it's just the same when people are building them on yep. games like City yep. Skylines and other ones. So exactly. people, hundred percent build in certain ways i still see this i still see people saying that you know why don't you just do this why don't you just do that it's like why don't you just appreciate what the person is putting out there and unless <laughs> yeah. of they're asking <laughs> like unless of they're asking if they're saying hey look at this thing that i did you know if you like it you like it if you don't you don't you don't have to like it but it wasn't an invitation for you to say you should have built it differently because that was a bad way of building it. So like, you know, anyway, build better, be better. Yeah, it's, and we'll, we'll all, we'll all live in the meadows and rainbows and everything. And we'll be great. Exactly. Um, (laughs) Everything will be wonderful. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Go. No, what you're going to say. No, I just, as, as we're wrapping up here, I just think it's super cool because, like, through through a game, right, we can have these discussions through the City Skylines vessel, right, which is just so cool. You can think creatively. You can come up with ideas to change your own city, and it's all through a game. You know what I mean? It's all through this game that we can start thinking differently about cities and making these positive changes, right? Through a video game? Like, it, that's absolutely insane because it's like finding a video game, and now I'm here co-hosting a podcast with you. And I had no knowledge of the stuff, you know, prior to playing 
uh, this oh, game. You know what I mean? Like, how insane is that? It's so cool. I know so, that that was yeah, about differently get involved <laughs> in building in cities, but I can't help but just yeah. like bring it back to me for a second and just be like, oh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you know, you know. Um, uh... No, I agree, and I bring up all this stuff because um, I have some ideas for cities coming up. Actually, not all of them are mine. Some of them are ideas of other people, um, and they're going to be they're they're gonna they're gonna touch on things that some people are not gonna be 100 percent happy about because they're extremely political and i think oh man I'm, I'm so ready i think that they're important <laughs> yeah yeah think, you think they're important hell yes i think they're important i i got some interesting ideas coming up for cities so that cool. anyway we'll we'll talk about offline um yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> But that's it. Um, that's it. That's it for yeah. Urban Theory podcast today. Um, so, like, for everyone who came out for the podcast, like, thank you so much for being here. 100%. Yeah, seriously, the, the support's been insane. Um, <clears throat> but where can we find you, uh, Moose? Yeah, you can find me right here. Um, you can find me on uh, okay. all social platforms. Okay. And... Uh, yeah, all social platforms. Although, although I need to preface this, I have not made the jump from Twitter to something else. I'm waiting to see what people adapt next. So then, you know, I'll share that. But for oh, now, it's a Canadian moose. About that. We didn't talk about that. Oh yeah. Okay, next week. Next week. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Next week. Teaser. Yeah. Yeah. Next week. Next week. Teaser. Have... Next week. We're gonna talk about Twitter and social media. I have. We have more thoughts on Twitter. We talked about Twitter last <laughs> podcast, and I had more thoughts on it, but we'll talk about it next time. Yeah. Um. Um, but yeah, Canadian Moose underscore. Um, I also got some cool stuff coming down the pipeline for all of you urbanism fanatics. Um, so yeah, some cool. Uh, yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, uh, which would just be what? Link a Canadian Moose underscore. A Canadian Moose underscore. Let right. me just confirm. Yeah, yeah, it is. I did keep it all the same. Yeah, Canadian Moose underscore. So you can yeah. go to his link tree and just get the links to literally everything, including his yeah. workshop uh, stuff. If you play City Skylines and you're interested in that. YouTube coming soon. So there is a YouTube link there. Um, that'll take you to the older YouTube channel, new YouTube channel coming. Um, cool ideas, cool things are coming. <laughs> nice. And you, Jonah. <laughs> you can find where, me where? where can I find you? Uh, uh, if you're yeah, watching right, the, live, the stream is continuing. <laughs> if you're watching the live stream, you can find me literally right here. If you're listening to the audio only podcast, you can follow me on twitch.tv slash the Jonah. I also have a link tree. I created one this last week. So link that's new, right? It is, yeah. I saw it on your page and I was like, that's gotta it's be new, new. right? Yeah, yeah link.tree slash the Jonah. Um, Imagine having a Mastodon link. Um, I do have a Mastodon link and we can talk about that on the Twitter podcast next week. Mm -hmm. Yep, yeah, 100%. We'll talk <laughs> about how Hive is the future, right? Um, all right, next week. <laughs> Are you on Hive? <laughs> No, not yet. Again, then, I'm just kind of chilling, waiting to see what happens. If it's the future, then where, then where are you? Where are you? Hey, hey, hey! I live for the past. Okay, the past is lit.